we're getting ready to have uh, Paul Feinbaum on here. Um, it's a, a treat to have him on. Uh, he is the voice of the SEC, in my opinion. Uh, his show is an unbelievable mix of intelligent, articulate, uh, well-sourced uh, conversation with uh, people that know what they're talking around, about around the SEC. Uh, then you mix it in with these fervent, uh, it goes from the craziest of crazy to the the most uh, intelligent of the intelligent uh, fans that call in and give you a sense of really what's going on in the SEC re region. Uh, at times, it makes for high comedy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get about that. Uh, but it gets you gut laughing from the gut. I mean, it really does. Uh, so, information, news, analysis, each and every day on the SEC Network, two to six. I am a longtime listener of this man and uh, really uh, enjoy his. Uh, insight into college football uh, so without further ado let's uh, let paul feinbaum join the show here how you doing paul bobby i have had great respect for you since i got in the business as, as one of the true uh, gurus uh, in the industry but but i've lost all respect for you a minute ago you called our uh, the people that call in the feinbaum show intelligent i, I think you need to have that examined. um Thank you. It's a, it's it's uh, it's an honor, really. To, uh, so so great to be on with you and, and your colleagues here, uh, and thank you for the invitation. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, so many questions I want to I want to ask you, uh, Paul. And the first one is this: uh, what what was your first? I just want to know your gut reaction when you heard the report Texas and OU to the SEC. Bobby, I, I'm going to go backwards for a second. The media day started on Wednesday, whatever it was. The previous Monday, like the week before I got a call, I was going on, on vacation from a friend, very plugged in, and he said, you're not going to believe this. He said, I, I'm pretty sure Texas and OU are coming in the SEC. And I, I literally laughed out loud. I went on vacation and thought, maybe I should check that out. Um, but it's too preposterous to even, to even ask anyone. And it just so happened that I got back on Friday and uh, Greg Sankey's number two guy called me about some, I, I think that I was just being extended or whatever at ESPN. He wanted to congratulate me. And I said, by the way, I got the craziest call the other day. I mean, just insanity. Uh, he said, well, what about what? He, I, I, he, he said, They're, you're going to announce at media days that Texas and Oklahoma are coming in the SEC. And the guy did not say a word. And I, I'm thinking, <laughs> This this is actually going. Now then, I was afraid to tell anybody because then I was going to get outed as the source. It, it, I mean, you're in one of those conflicts. I was a reporter my whole life, and now I'm I'm like, do I want to blow up at media days uh, with something that insane? So all week, all weekend long, I I I didn't really want to bring it up because I then finally on on the Tuesday or Wednesday I started getting uh, uh, you know texts from people going, you're you're not going to believe what's about to happen, and and even after I heard it. Yeah, I still didn't believe it because I go so far back to, you know, 2010, 11, during that period when Texas was being wooed by the Pac-12 and, and all my Texas friends said, you know, we want, we want to go West. I mean, we're really not interested in you folks. And I said, that's fine. Uh, you know, some, we'll, we'll go grab A&M, uh, you know, and, uh, but, but I, I, after having said all that, uh, I have never been more excited about uh, anything in the SEC. Uh, I think it uh, it was simply the biggest moment that I that I've ever experienced. One the next week when the commissioner finally announced it, and you know, I mean, listen, I, I'm excited about Oklahoma too, but uh, there's just nothing like the University of Texas. Uh, Paul, you saw uh, Texas firsthand this past weekend down in Alabama. Um, 
Texas fans really enjoyed their time in Tuscaloosa, not just at the game, Paul, but the lead up to the game. The the I, I went to Dreamland Barbecue on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know the whole the whole thing, and and that's what Texas fans I think have to look forward to, not just at Alabama, but across the SEC. But tell us a, about your thoughts on and Texas and Alabama. I heard a lot of people say it was one of the bigger games that's been uh, in Tuscaloosa in, in a long, long time from a non-conference perspective, especially. Bobby, I think it's the biggest game since 2011 when we had a one versus two matchup between LSU. And that, that was literally the, the biggest game I've ever seen. LeBron James could not even get a box. I mean, he was like, <laughs> he was scrounging for a seat in like the, in, 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 in like the president's club, which, which by the way, does is, is not as impressive as it sounds. It's a couple hundred people who sit and grab pimento cheese sandwiches. Um, I, I, I normally kind of go low-key the night before the game because, you know, it's you don't know, college town. I may have said something that upset somebody. Uh, but a couple of friends of mine came up from Birmingham, and we went out, and we, we grabbed something. And we're walking back uh, to the car, and, and we noticed people on the roof of a hotel. It just so happens to be a hotel owned by Nick Saban. And I, and I said, why don't we just – let's go up there. And they, they said, do you think we can get in? I said, we'll figure it out. Uh, we went up. And as we were walking in uh, the lobby, uh, somebody waved at me and I walked over and there's this private room where, where, uh, where Greg Abbott and, and his entourage. And, you know, he called us over. I mean, he, we're, we're chatting. We, we walk into the, the outside rooftop bar, which is all Longhorns. And listen, I, I've been on Wall Street. Uh, I've been in Beverly Hills. Uh, and I don't know whether there are 60 or 70 people with a band. I've never been around more money in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me either. Me either. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's SEC money, and then there was Texas money, and and I we had a blast. I, I mean, just back and forth. Uh, I mean, uh, I saw Del Conte walk out to uh, go to the elevator. The president of Texas, and I mean, there were no Alabama people there, and 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 the, and the Texas people were just reveling in it, which I, I was really gratified to see because I wasn't a hundred percent sure how this relationship between Texas people and Alabama people work. I think the Alabama people were so intimidated that the Texas people would buy them out. They were nice to them. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, you have something for Paul? Yeah, uh, Paul, we've had, we have a lot, we have a comment section. So people have a lot of questions for you, right? Sure. One of the questions is on Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher, because I think they heard you talk about Jimbo after the uh, Miami loss and just your overall thoughts on the AM program right now, kind of reiterate what you said, because obviously Texas fans are pretty on cloud 999 right now. <laughs> well, I had made a vow just stay away from Jimbo as long as I could this year because it, yeah, you know, it was all about Bobby Petrino. I, I think we, we found that maybe they got rid of the wrong coordinator. Um, the defensive side <laughs> of the ball it seems to be the problem now. But, you know, my, my theory that I, that I espoused the other day was, that it, as long as the Longhorns are down, Jimbo has a longer leash. But if Texas is really back, and guys, yeah. I think they are, you know more than I do, that puts so much more pressure. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been around AM now for some time and the dynamics and, you know, you know and, and they, they were feeling so great because, you know, they, they left the Big 12. They left the Longhorns. They didn't have to live in that shadow. And then they, they had such a phenomenal beginning. I'll never forget my first year at, a, at ESPN. The SEC network had not begun. And this is the reverse of how it usually works. They stuck me on college game day for the year. We, uh, just go. go. And, and the third week of the year, where were we? We were in College Station. And I did this editorial 
about, you know, how this program, this is the, uh, this is with Manziel and Alabama coming in today. This is the it program in the state. You go down the road to Texas and, and Matt Brown is fighting for his job and turned out he lost that night, I think to Ole Miss. And it just, it's just amazing to think about how little progress that program has made down there. Uh, and then the Longhorns come in and, and essentially, you know, take away their advantage of being in the SEC. So I think they're at a tipping point. So uh, impossible to predict week to week. I, I don't think they're as bad as they look against Miami, but you know, with, with uh, Arkansas in two weeks in Alabama and Tennessee, I mean, that's a three game stretch. Uh, that will easily define Jimbo Fisher's future. And, and, you know, people say, what about $70 million? Well, guys, come on, uh, $70 million in Texas? That's what you settle up uh, after a round of golf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, On some courses, that's true. <laughs> this is the interesting part because you mentioned that buyout. Um, one of the things that's happened because of all this realignment, Paul, not only has Texas gone to the SEC, but now you have, as a, as a result of that, Texas was vilified for that, by the way, in the national media, largely. Yeah. But as a result of that, and you talked to Governor Abbott, and I, I spoke with him last week. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. SMU is now in a in a uh, Power Five conference, and Houston is in a Power Five conference. As a result of Texas going to the SEC, now you have two other state schools or schools in the state of Texas in Power Five conferences. And not only that, USC and UCLA have, have gone for the dollars. In retrospect, Texas looked like the villain out of the gate. Now everybody just has calmed down, I think, and realized this is what it's all about, the money at some level. Right. I mean, that's where, that's why Texas and uh, Oklahoma wanted, they wanted the bigger exposure. They wanted uh, the more money. That, that's what it's about at some level. Right. It is. And and I think, I mean, listen, uh, te- we all knew uh, at some point Texas was going somewhere. Uh, I mean, they were on the, they were on the prowl, uh, whether, you know, West, East uh, or North or South. And, and I think they made the right move. I mean, Texas could have easily fit in the big 10. Uh, I mean, it's that valuable a brand. Uh, but but I, th- I think I think the SEC is better uh, for them. And that's just not, you know, some I mean, I get I get labeled. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll praise the SEC if it's you know, if it loses every game. Uh, that's not true. Uh, but I mean, I, Texas is a standalone. I mean, there's I mean, I, I don't need to tell you guys that so the audience already knows it. But the SEC was was a natural fit. And I, I think the most important thing is that Texas is not slouching into the SEC. Uh, with what happened Saturday in Tuscaloosa. I mean, that just sent out a, a clarion call to everyone. And, you know, the jokes about Texas being back are overdone, but, but this is the real deal. Uh, I mean, you didn't just make 
uh, Nick Saban look bad. You made him look old. Uh, you, you pushed him almost to like, you know, he, he looked like a, a, a you know, a, the heavyweight champion after losing to a challenger. I mean, he could barely talk. I mean, he's thanking Saban, the greatest coach of all time, is talking about what a privilege it is after the game to play in a game like that. He's only played in nine million. What has he played in? Uh, uh, Ten national championship games so one at lsu and and at nine and how amazing is that to say saturday night in september is a privilege to play and he it, it's the sense that he knows he's almost it's almost over uh paul i, I tell you what uh just awesome to, to talk talk with you uh I, I i agree with you about the greg saint about the the move to the sec i think greg sankey is a forward-looking commissioner uh mike slide before him was as well and in talking to the Texas brass up and down, they saw that the, the solidarity in the sec, as well as the forward looking nature of the conference. And I think that's what took them to the sec over any other people in talking to Kevin L type. There was no second place uh, in the sec for, for Texas and Kevin L type is the chair of the board of regents at Texas. There was no second place. That's where they wanted to go. And and for all the reasons you just stated, the people, uh, the uh, ideas, uh, I think that's where they wanted to go. And I think you saw, if you go back two years ago, uh, all the noise that A&M made. Uh, you remember the John Sharp, the, the chairman yeah. of the trustees? And that, that was, uh, that, by, by Saturday, it was over. Uh, Greg Sankey, you know, buttoned it up. Uh, ver- you juxtapose that versus what we just got through watching uh, in Tallahassee. I mean, I, I, I used a very old reference the other day and a lot of my friends didn't know what I was talking about, but Bobby can relate. I mean, it reminded me of the, 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 the toga party in, in animal house, the late, the late seventies movie where the, where everybody just goes crazy uh, on the college campus. Uh, you don't do that. That's not how you get into the Southeastern conference by openly, uh, speaking out against your league. I mean, by the way, I mean, I, I don't blame them for being unhappy in the ACC, but but AM and m didn't go that route. They talked they talk for a couple of days and they shut up. You know they didn't want Texas in. Uh, and but they but it was a unanimous vote, as as crazy as that sounds. Uh, and, and nobody said another word since then. That that's how the SEC operates. Can can you always hold that together? Maybe not. Uh, but that's that's the magic and 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 magistry of Greg Sankey right now. I've got to, I've got to ask you, have you ever said hook them before, Paul? <laughs> I, uh, I, I still have trouble. Uh, I, got, I got in trouble two years ago, and you guys may remember it uh, at Fayetteville when, when Texas played there. Uh, we, we do picks on the SEC Nation show, and I grabbed the, the uh, Texas helmet and threw it into the ground. And the next thing you know, uh, now Arkansas won that game, and I get I, I did a horns down, whatever. Uh, I didn't even know how to do that. I mean, I, I'm not my, my, my hands are uh, so. Uh, so what, what did, uh, what did uh, Chris Del Conte do? He sent ESPN a bill for $375. And, and I'm trying to figure out if throwing, if a 138 pound guy throwing a helmet into a, into a driveway is going to do damage. What's a 390 pound lineman going to do when he crashes into the quarterback's helmet? So uh, Hunter Yurichek did, uh, did offer to pay us back the money. Um, and if anytime I wanted to do it, but I, I saw Del Conte and Destin and he, he, he laughed about it. I mean, I really do like him very much. Um, but, uh, I, I can learn how to do it. I know I gave you a long answer. So what do I do? <laughs> Just like this. Two, two fingers up and say, hook them. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hook them. 
Everybody just screenshotted that, I guarantee you. <laughs> hey, Paul, thank you so much, man. Uh, Thanks very much, Paul. That was awesome. <laughs> best no, best of luck with your show. Remember, two to six on ESPN. Paul, you're the best. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it again sometime soon, man. Take care of yourself. It. All right. Appreciate Take it, guys. Care.